Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Denman. I'm a tax sell veteran. I am the leading tax sell expert. I'm the author of the Tax Sell Playbook. I'm the founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. As always, remember, this is a free episode brought to you through and because of the Tax Sell Academy. More information can be found at taxcellacademy.com. All right, on today's episode, I wanted to look back at my most successful tax sell investments. And I've been doing this for nearly 20 years now, and I've held an interest in well over a thousand properties. But a few of those stand out as some of my most successful deals. So when I take a look back at each one of those deals, there are a few things that stand out to me that seem to be in common with most of those. Now, it's not to say that these traits will apply to every single investment that you make, but these are common traits in the majority of the most successful deals that I have been involved in. So let's go over a few of them. The first one, now this is me of course, but they were not local. Sure, I've done very, very well in my local market, but the most successful investments that I've ever made were not local to me. So I'm in a uh, mid to larger size market, and there can be plenty of competition here depending on the market and depending on the specific auction. So once I reached my glass ceiling in my local market, which capped my income, I began to move around to different parts of the state and eventually different parts of the country. That is when my income began to explode. So don't get so focused on your local market and investing in just your local market that you forget there are thousands of other markets that you can invest in. But obviously, if your local market is good to you, then by all means, keep investing there. But don't overlook the other markets. All right, next one. I was in the right place at the right time. And this is a big one that so many people, so many new investors don't understand. They want their very first auction to be a smashing success. Unfortunately, it just doesn't work like this. The reason that I can get home run deals is because of the sheer number of properties that I see get sold. I'm talking, I've seen billions of dollars worth of real estate sold at tax sales over the years. The more properties that you see sell in this setting, the better your chances are of being in the right place at the right time and snagging a property at a ridiculous price. So go to as many auctions as possible and watch as many properties get sold as possible and you will get that home run deal. The next one is that my exit plan worked very well. So in every single investment that I make, I will have multiple exit plans. I will never just buy something because it's cheap and hope for the best. Instead, I have those exit plans in place. Now, sometimes they don't work out exactly as I envision them. But over time, I have learned how to strategize properly. And in my very best deals, those exit plans have worked tremendously. Now, oftentimes that even means that I've had buyers lined up waiting to buy that property from me. All right, the next one. My best deals, get this, they were either vacant land deals or 
They were ugly houses, like severely ugly, borderline dilapidated houses. Real estate investing is so much more than buying and selling pretty homes. That vacant stuff and that boring stuff, that ugly stuff can make you big, big bucks. Don't ignore it just because it seems boring or because it's something you couldn't see yourself living in. It's an investment after all. The vacant land and those ugly homes make up the majority of my very best investments. All right, next one. I did not perform rehabs on my most successful deals. Now, I've done many rehabs over the years, but the most successful deals that I've been involved in were not rehabbed. I'd get them at a cheap price, then I'd get out while selling it to somebody else and letting them deal with the rehab. Now, could I have made more money if I rehabbed it myself? Possibly off that one deal, but not likely in the long term, at least when you ask them for my opinion. Rehabs, they take time. They take money. They take effort. They take experience and expertise. All this stuff is very limited for everybody. When it comes to time and money, you have to decide how to best spend yours. My time and my money is best spent buying properties at great prices at tax sales. That is what I know. That is what I'm an expert at. And that is what I want to invest my time and my money into. I am not an expert at managing subcontractors doing a rehab for me. I'd much rather let somebody else do that and focus on what I know best. Again, it might be different with you, but my most successful deals were not my rehabs. Next one, my most successful deals were mostly in smaller markets. New investors tend to flock to the mid or larger size markets, and they're always going to be disappointed when they see that there's a lot of competition there. My best deals were in small or maybe small to mid-sized markets, but certainly nothing larger than that. In fact, I'd venture to say that 90% of everybody in the world has never heard the names of the cities that I invest in. If it's a city that everybody around the world recognizes, then there's probably going to be too much competition there. So find that smaller market where you can buy cheap properties, but you'll still be able to find an end user or a buyer to buy that property from you in the long run. Next one. Most, not all, but most of my best deals were properties that were just a little bit different. So for example, one was a house I bought that was right next to an attorney's office. The attorney had been having trouble with the city about parking issues. He contacted me shortly after the auction, like a week after the auction, and paid quite literally three times the value of that house just to bulldoze it and put in a parking lot. Luckily for me, he was not familiar with tax sales, but he saw that the property had transferred ownership and paid three times what the house was worth just to bulldoze it. Another one was an entire subdivision that I flipped. Another was an acreage parcel that everybody else overlooked. Now, these aren't crazy stuff like islands or lighthouses or old schools or hospitals, but they are just a little bit different. Now, obviously, don't go after the unique stuff unless you have a good plan of attack to sell them. But the properties that are a little bit different could bring in quite a bit of money. Next one. On all of my best deals, I was shocked while at the auction. I was shocked 
that nobody bid against me, or if they did, they really didn't get too competitive over that property. Now, obviously, when that happens, when you buy a property at the opening bid or not a whole lot of money, you tend to start questioning your research and you wonder what the heck you just bought since nobody else there seemed to want it. But in the end, when your research is accurate, that's really all that matters. So don't be alarmed if you are a little bit shocked that nobody bid against you on that property. All right, the last one today. Every single one of my best investments sold much faster than the typical property on the open market. I am a firm believer that selling properties quickly is a great way to continue your momentum and continue to keep your capital snowballing onto more and more deals. Now, I've been in deals that were multi-year deals. I've been in some deals that took up to a decade before they really started to come together. And that's okay in certain situations. But the best deals that I've been involved with have all come together somewhat fast. That means lower carrying costs, less liability, and your money is not tied up for nearly as long, which allows you to take that money and keep plowing it into more and more deals. So there are a few common traits amongst my most successful tax sale investments. I wanted to give you a look behind the curtain of some of my successes to provide you with a few ideas on what you could potentially look for at your next tax sale auction. If you are looking to get into the tax sale business, or if you're already in the business and you're looking to grow and expand your current tax sale business, there are a whole bunch of very helpful links in today's show notes that can really help you out. Listen, if you enjoyed today's episode or any of our episodes right here on the Tax Sell Podcast, please don't forget to leave us positive feedback on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on today. Take care and make it a successful day. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.